We've got to be thinking about cultivating cool relationships on the regular if we want to walk opportunities into our front door because opportunities are controlled by people. This is a Soul Fire production. You are listening to episode 184 of Yes And. This episode is made possible by our studio sponsor, Advocare. Yo, Advocare's performance supplements have been a big part of my overall wellness plan for, I'd say, the last two and a half years. And I couldn't be more proud to partner with them and have them featured here on the show because I'm not only getting paid to talk about products I love, I actually approached them to sponsor the show because I use their products in the first place. I did a whole podcast episode about this, by the way, how I landed this podcast sponsorship deal. And it's It's worth a listen because if you're a business owner and have a brand or a newsletter or a podcast or any platform yourself, there's opportunities around you all the time to leverage the relationships that are mutually beneficial. And Advocare is and was one of those relationships. And I'm so proud to to feature them here. And I've got to tell you, if you're wanting to know my faves, it's got to be the pre-workout, the biofuel, the melt probiotic that's newer. I love it. And of course, the, the rehydrate. It is like one of my OGs. And I think those are the four staples that stay stocked like in our house. But seriously, if you have any questions on Advocare, shoot me a DM. I'm happy to answer, share anything you'd like to know or point you in the right direction. You can, of course, link in the show notes to learn more about Advocare and shop using my code, which is FEELBETTER15. That's FEELBETTER15 to get discounted. Every time you use that code, you're supporting this podcast. Okay, back to the show. One of the best pieces of biz advice I ever got when I was a little lowercase g in business um, was from one of my earliest bosses. And he looked at me and he said, you know, Judy, listen, the best thing you can ever do in this industry, in business, is just don't be a jerk. Like, don't be a jerk. The business, life, certainly the industry. I was working in the hospitality, tourism, sales, hotels industry, right? He goes, the industry is way too small. So yeah, you're not going to always like everyone. You're not going to always agree. You're not going to be best friends with everyone, but just don't be an asshole. And I don't know, I was probably like 24, 25 when I got that advice. And it sounds so simple. Um, but man, it's always stayed with me. You know, I watch people and I've watched people torch down. They don't just burn down bridges. They torch them down. Right. Um, I watch speakers come on site and be total divas. I watch people be rude to servers and AV technicians and banquet staff and ballrooms. I watch people stab people in the back and talk shit and gossip. And I sit back and I wonder, yo, do you realize how dangerous that is? Now, this doesn't mean I'm some sort of martyr or angel sitting up on a throne, right? Because I am perfect and I never talk shit and I never gossip. Of course, we're human beings and we're going to need safe, keyword there, safe people in our lives that we can um, have safe conversations with because we need to talk about things and process things. But, you know, It can be really dangerous behavior to have loose lips. Of course, the saying goes, loose lips sink ships. But this is so much bigger than the conversation about gossip and talking shit. I mean, this is really about cultivating cool relationships. And 
doing that by lifting others up. And I think one of the most transformational mindsets I really received from the improv theater is that the real job, the real job when we're on an improv stage, like my real job is to not be the funniest, smartest, great, greatest, all that stuff. My real job as an improviser, when I'm up there with my ensemble or anybody else I'm playing with, is to actually make the other person look better than me. That's right. My real job is to actually make you look better than me. Now, what's cool is because when I do that with my clients, other improvisers, anybody in business I'm interacting with, I get to go along for the ride and that makes me look great too. But this is an interesting concept to consider because in a world that is so like me, me, me and mine, 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 what if you were like, shine, shine, shine. Like I'm going to shine, shine, shine the light on you. And I think this is a concept and a mindset that could become a competitive advantage for you. So, I mean, example, case in point, you know, it's kind of funny that I'm sitting here recording this podcast. And when I get done, when I go off the air, I need to pack because I'm leaving for a keynote in Chicago uh, to several hundred women that are going to be in the audience. And do you want to know how I got that gig? You want to know how I got that lead? The gig that I'm going to be speaking at, that's paying me actual money, full fee to speak to a group of women. It came from an audiovisual tech who was sitting in the back of a room who watched me speak at an event last year. And I think a lot of times we're on site for these events and people disappear into the background. Not just at our events, you know, I work primarily as a keynote speaker, so this is my job, but you think of your life. Think of all the people that disappear into the background of your life, the people we don't even notice that could actually hold our next opportunity because here's the deal. Opportunities are everywhere because people are everywhere. And opportunities like real OG, pay you money, grow your business, put you on stage, whatever it is that you do in your business, in your life, all those opportunities, everything we want is actually on the other side of a person. It's actually controlled by a person. People control, like heartbeats, humans control opportunities. So it seems to me that investing in the concept of cultivating cool relationships and like making it a part of your business strategy and giving it time and energy and space every week in your calendar and in your life is is kind of important, right? And being authentic AF on and off stage, whatever your stage is in life, is not only a good business strategy, it's actually almost mandatory if you want to stand the test of time. Okay, guys, so we're sitting here talking about cultivating co-relationships. I'm going to take a pause here to remind you that I wrote a whole chapter about this in my book, Fear is My Homeboy, chapter five, titled Find Your Tribe and Love Them Hard. Because listen, the fastest way to change yourself is to hang out with people who are already the way you want to be, period, full stop. And this chapter is full of so many ideas to help you take the conversation we're having here today in the snack version to a whole nother level. So if you haven't read my book, Fear is My Homeboy, maybe now is the time. And this is a sign that you need to go grab it for yourself. And if you have read Homeboy, maybe it's time to go revisit chapter five. So you can find uh, Fear is My Homeboy on Amazon or wherever you love buying books. I've also recorded it on Audible. So if you like listening to things, you're going to love the audio version of the book. Of course, I read it. We have it on Kindle. So I'm going to link up 
to all the things in the show notes, but Fear is My Homeboy was really written to help you reframe fear and most importantly, to give you the courage to show up, and this is big, as yourself, despite what other people may say or think about it, and to remind you, most importantly, that you don't have to do it alone. Okay, back to the show. We've got to be thinking about cultivating cool relationships on the regular if we want to walk opportunities into our front door because opportunities are controlled by people. So how can you do that? I've got three ideas. Number one, slow the fuck down. Slow the fuck down. Take a beat, right? Look around the room, wherever you are. Like, introduce yourself to someone you don't know. And when you do get introduced to someone, take the time to like look them in the eye and really remember their name and make a connection, right? Um, Listen, this is a big one. How about this? Listen when people talk. Oh my gosh. Um, Listen, put your phone down. Like really listen to people when they talk. You know, as a keynote speaker, it is so important that I am out there building relationships with everyone at a keynote from connecting to the audience, of course, to the tech team, to the DJ, to the MC, to the CEO, to the cleanup crew. It's a total boss move and it makes everyone feel important. It leaves a lasting impression as well with good energy and real OG kindness. So it's important for me to be the same person off stage as I am on stage. And a big part of that is really slowing down and, and listening and like taking the time to remember names and seeing all the players in the room and, you know, not rushing through a line afterwards, or if I'm in the, in a book sighting, not like being with the person that's in front of me. And, um, it isn't always easy to do. Right. And I manage energy accordingly. So I can be where my feet are, but this is important. Uh, certainly in my job as a keynote speaker from, um, soup to nuts from like front to end, like from getting off the plane to getting back on the plane. Like it, it is so important. And I, I, I am here to say that it's important for you too. It doesn't matter what business you're in, slowing down, listening, taking the time to really see people and meet people is really, really important. I think we just move too fast. We're moving too fast. We're too worried about what we want and what we need that we're not even taking the time to really like process someone's name even. Uh, So slow the fuck down is the first way you can do that and really listen and be where your feet are, okay? Number two, share the love. I love snail mail, okay? Do you... I don't know if you do. It's one of my favorites, okay? I love to write love notes to my clients, people come on my show, any people I interact with, fun little surprises. I leave love notes for the housekeeper at my hotels. Like, I'm always doing this stuff. I always am carrying, like, little love notes and I'm carrying stickers and fun things that I can give to people, flight attendants on planes. Like I'm always thinking about ways to like in the moment when the spirit moves me, I can do something fun and memorable, right? So, I mean, even the way I design my business cards, I love a business card, right? I want my business card to be something that someone wants to hang on to and like pin to their vision board, reminding them to shine, reminding them to holla, to live out loud, to live that lifestyle, right? Um, I want, I want to make an impact and leave an impact. And I think sharing the love 
looks a lot of different ways these days. I mean, snail mail is one of my faves and I've shared some other examples here, but you know, certainly on the other side of a talk that is the work I do, uh, writing love notes and thank you notes to my meeting planners and my clients, calling out specific things that happened um, are really important for me. And I always love to include like a little bit of confetti, maybe a gift card, a business card, an inspirational quote, something fun in there, right? So it's like a little party when they open it. So what I do to, to like, be super smart about this process is I travel a lot. So on the plane ride home, I always travel with my like personalized stationery and my little thank you notes. And I legit on the plane, like write out all my thank you notes. And so they're done. And when I get home, boom, I just add the fun stuff, address them, stamp them, pop them in the mail and I'm off to the races. It's a boss move. So share the love, like share the love, find a way to brighten someone's day. And if someone's doing something amazing, holler at them about that. I I think that is so important. And I don't know about you, but I love getting some love in the mail, especially when it's packed full of things that will help me remember the person that took the time to remind me of my own magic. So uh, that's number two. And I think number three, um, it's just this reminder to make others look good. Remember, in a world these days that is so mine, 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 what's in it for me, 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 I think your competitive advantage is to be more like shine, 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 right? So how can you do that? I think a low-hanging fruit is, my goodness, like, share, and comment on posts by your friends on social media, especially if they own a business, when they post them. Leave good reviews. I mean, I think we're really quick to leave bad reviews and tell everyone when we're pissed off, but like, what happens when something goes great or someone does something awesome? Like, do we take the time to leave a review or email the general manager or send a thank you note, right? compliment someone. And better yet, don't just compliment them, but copy their boss. Even better than that, do it in public. Publicly praise someone in front of their boss, right? Share something by someone else without even being asked to. My my newsletter every Friday is full of this. Once a month, I'm talking about sponsors here on the podcast, and typically that's AdvoCare. So once a month, I do a post for AdvoCare, and we talk about what I'm loving that month. There's always new products I'm trying or whatever's going on. Um, And I have a quote and a big idea, but my space in that newsletter, I am never... No one is paying me to say anything about the things I'm talking about. They're all things I'm loving and using. And of course, someone may send me something and I really, truly fall in love with it, but it is... It is me genuinely sharing because I love it, because I want to. And that is so deeply rooted in my love language of giving praise, right? And words of affirmation. So those are some ideas to consider. What about, I love um, ending phone calls with people um, with, how can I help you? So we're on a call. We've done our thing. Cool. How can I help you? How can I be of service to you? You might hear something great. Maybe they want an introduction. Maybe it's something you can do. You can't do, but you're opening the door, right? Um, How can I help you? Another thing I do, and this is a little more recent. I've I've started this in the last few, few months and it's just been great. I used to do it so good and then I got off my game. I think this is the bad habit I picked up on the other side of COVID is um, I just lost touch with a lot of people and I think we were all just trying to fucking survive and like, you know, little PTSD and what the fuck is happening and save our businesses and a little manic and panic. Uh, Certainly that's how I was. Um, That I just lost touch with so many people and I stopped this swagger the whole swagger of cultivating cool relationships. I've always been so fucking good at it and I've gotten away from it. And so the way I've 
I've gotten it back. You know, you want something different. You have to do something different is, is I schedule time in my week to make moves, right? I protect 30 minutes a day in my schedule. Um, usually it's over like a lunch break. So I'm pausing to take a lunch. So I'll pause with my phone or whatever, sit at my computer and I take 30 minutes a day at minimum to comment, like, network, engage, like do make moves, meet people, put myself out there, pitch myself, say hi, um, check on the people I love, just all the things, right? Respond to comments, just see my people. I mean, social media is meant to be social. So am I seeing the people that are a part of my community and am I commenting on and engaging with other people that I want to get to know, other communities that I want to be seen in, other thought leaders that I'd love um, to add value to and with that I'd love to be noticed by, right? So you can't expect someone just to to come find you and say, oh my God, you're amazing. Like out of nowhere, right? You've got to You've got to make an investment. You've got to contribute to their platform. You've got to put in the time. You've got to lean in a little bit. You've got to make yourself known. You got to go get what you want. So I think this is a really great way. Like if you want to get to know me, a great way to do that is to add value and to show up in my feed and to say hello and to leave reviews and to promote the podcast and to share my stuff and to come into my course and to do those things. This is how I'm going to get to know you, right? Like you have to invest, right? Whether it's fiscally or in value added comments and shares and likes and just genuine, genuine engagement. This is really also how you're rewarded on social media for being social. So, you know, again, making others look good is how how you can cultivate really cool, authentic relationships. And it's a dope move. And I think it's so many times something that we put on the back burner, or if we're really slammed, we take it off our list. I'm going to challenge you to always keep it on your list because if you are looking for an opportunity and aren't we all looking for opportunities, you're actually really looking for a person. So go have a beautiful rest of your day wherever you are in the world. And I hope you loved this episode as much as I loved making it for you. I'll see you right here next week. Holla. 